Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Swolecast, the off-season Swolecast, the you-can't-deflate-golf-balls Swolecast. <laughs> Shout out to Devin. Shout out to name. Devin. So Devin's the real, the real creative of the show. It's, uh, it's, it's honestly sad. What's Isn't happened your to job director of creative at Roto-Grinders? <laughs> <laughs> As creative director. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I feel like he is, he is taking that. Uh, Pete. His title as TikTok extraordinaire has been thwarted as well. Like the, the true creatives have been kind of uh, kind of on a, in a lull right now. So let's just it, go ahead. It is and, true and, that Pete got cucked. Yeah, and <laughs> let's go ahead and open it up with um, with what happened yesterday, Peter. I'm just glad to see you out of the grave right now because it was uh, <laughs> it was tough scenes yesterday, my friend. Davis, why don't you go ahead and tell people what happened yesterday? So we're we're sitting there and in our our little uh, our little private chat, Tuttle's like, "Man, I have such a I have such a good idea to uh, to just dunk all over Pete on TikTok and uh, and but he's like, you know, I'm I'm just too lazy to do it. Like I just I don't have the uh, I don't have the energy to actually go through and uh, and do it. And then basically, Peter just taunts him into doing it. Right? Like the, that called him a coward. More, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's, that's more or less what happened. And uh, I mean, Tuttle, I'm guessing that this TikTok that you posted dunking on Peter is like somehow related to another trend that's going on on TikTok oh, yeah. right it's, now. It's not I'm an not, original idea. So I'm, I'm not, not that with, smart. I'm not with the the kids these days on the TikTok. So I, I appreciated it as um, its own work of art, not uh, not referencing anything else. So that was, it was pretty good. It's not like uh it's not a mega trend by any stretch. I've only seen a couple of of people do it, but as soon as I saw it, I knew I needed to do it and then had to think of the subject matter and then I'm like, well, you know what? Overzet's never going to be TikTok famous. That's a good one. <laughs> 
I'll just I'm just gonna stay quiet. I'm gonna let you guys get it all out here. <laughs> Tuttle, how long noticed. did it take you to figure out how to do the editing in that film? Okay, the freeze at least bed four to five hours. I the wife I got the wife involved. Um my wife record and do the do the freeze frame. It, it took us, you know, fifteen minutes for everything. Oh, you're a fish. That's well, on the sex. I just want to uh, say I you know, we talk a lot about a positive work environment. I have one of my coworkers dunking on me on Twitter. I got kitchen TikTok follower shaming me on Twitter. I got Davis saying that he could beat me in any TikTok bet to get X amount of followers. I just feel like I'm getting disrespected from all angles. And I would like a formal apology from all of you. I'm not apologizing. If anything, I, I would give you just another, you know, I've been trying to just give you tips throughout uh, your career. And I would just would say this, (laughs) take all the negativity, (laughs) take the gathering of negativity and make something positive out of it. (laughs) The angry overzet narrative needs needs to happen you just need you know to where it, just you know where it starts hate. my new default home screen is a screenshot <laughs> of tuttle's tiktok so every time i log on to my phone i'm reminded of this slight of this injustice and it fuels me to work harder can't you do it in in uh gif mode or do the crappy uh non-iphones not he doesn't have do he GIF doesn't have an iphone dude all right let's literally not, i i need so i need i need this. I need I need this to be covered. So Pete and I have a text thread with our friend. Uh, he doesn't need to be named, but our okay. our friend has <laughs> our friend has an iPhone, right? So every time that uh, our friend and I start talking in this group chat, I literally have to text Peter on his actual phone and be like, "Hey, go check your go check your burner," so that he can literally like actually have access to this conversation instead of you know just uh, getting an iPhone like a normal person. Peter, do you have a MacBook or a, like a Chromebook? I have um, my desktop is an iMac, and okay. I do have a Chromebook as well. I I don't discriminate. You know, I'm not like when it comes to sure. electronics, I don't have to be a tribalist, Dave. Like I can just <laughs> pick and choose what best suits my listen, needs. Listen, listen again. These the, these are tips that I'm giving you. You have on your iMac message. Yep. which is like iMessage where you can get, you don't, it doesn't have to be, your iPhone doesn't have to be on. You can just get the messages from Davis and the infamous running back in the NFL. On you don't your, have to name drop him, dude. You're not going to be like that. I didn't. didn't. I, uh, you can get that on your, on your computer. So I'm just advising you. I might look into this <laughs> yeah i mean imagine, <laughs> imagine actually texting when you can just literally use literally this is uh this is a big fake young moment for peter Overzet here like not having iMessage well, set up on his computer this is no but you guys got to know how this ends up working so i get a message from davis that says it'll literally always just say check your burner and i immediately am like what did Davis just ask Laird? That's just going to be so inappropriate or out of line. And I have to go check and make sure that the conversation hasn't overstepped our bounds. It's, it really strikes this is fear so, me. This is so inaccurate. It's never overstepping any bounds. It's very casual. No, it's all this very casual. Any bounds. This is every conversation. We're having a normal conversation with him. And then Davis goes for the question where you can tell he's angling for the scoop. He literally asked him the other day, have you guys heard anything that hasn't gone public on what's going to happen with the NFL this season? 
No, I, there's no ang- there's no angling about that. That's just very clearly wanting the answer to the question. There's that's not an angle. Angling would be like so. Like Pat, how do you feel? Do you think that the season? No, no angling, bro. No angle. This is how this is how guys like Davis and Siege get their inside info. Oh, it's right. just making the ask. <laughs> sources to their, talking to their sources. All right. Um, so, Peter, you've got 133 followers as of yesterday on on TikTok. What's what's wow. the goal here for followers? The goal, Dave, is just to kind of live my best life and to have fun and everything else is going to work itself out. Um, you know, if, if we really want to pull behind the curtain, see how the sausage gets made, I've been optimizing my TikToks for Twitter performance. No one has even wondered what could Peter do if he actually optimized his TikToks for TikTok? I would, I would like to see it because it is not easy to get TikTok followers or views on TikTok. Like, let me see what my he's got to he's got to bring Lauren into the equation if he wants to get serious. He, yeah, he's got to yeah. dress a little bit, you know, a little bit more Shirt, uh, shirtless TikToks. Ah, that's got to happen. Why do you so think I, I'm doing two a days now? Because if I get, <laughs> I've been talking a lot of game, and if I'm just not funny enough for TikTok success, I'm gonna have to go with the thirst trap route. Like that's all I got. So how I would have, your How would your wife feel about you being a TikTok thirst trap? I have eighteen I views. I have eighteen views on the video I posted yesterday on TikTok about Overzet, compared to like twelve thousand views on Twitter. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a different game. Tuttle, Knowing Tuttle, after you post that video, he was just posted up looking at his Twitter mentions and likes. Oh, just I saw that light up. Oh, man. It's a good feeling. <laughs> I knew. I, you want to know? I, hang on. I want to, again, take credit for something. Tuttle, you want to know I'm a class act? I didn't quote retweet it. I didn't try to funnel the true. impressions it's toward true. me. I gave it the pure retreat. It was it's game true. respect wow. game. It was me respecting that decision, and I just want to get some credit for that. So yeah. I know you accidentally said pure retreat, but uh, I felt like that was probably accurate. Uh, Peter, I have, I, have, I have a good trolling idea that I don't have the ability to do myself because I live off of um, interactions, but it's tweet, tweet, just because Twitter has this new function now where you can just turn off replies so people can't oh, yeah. reply to the tweet, and you just go... Uh, like you just do some really disparaging Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers tweet. Like remember, remember back in 2009 when Tom Brady used to be able to uh, like stand up straight or, or something like that. Uh, or uh, yeah, I remember, I remember when Aaron Rodgers wasn't the fourth best quarterback in the NFC North. And then you just turn the replies off. You just, you just do not let people respond to the tweet, but then keep tweeting and interacting with everyone else. Like it's totally normal. Like nothing is going on and people will just be sent into a blind rage guaranteed. That sounds kind of like the environment you want to culture with your Twitter followers, um, but that's yeah. not really kind of the work environment I'm trying to create. Yeah, sending, sending people into a blind rage is really brand specific for me. <laughs> Davis, do you know like all the features that like an actual verified account gets, or is just is just like you look up to kind of see what it what it is because you're not verified, <laughs> right? I don't know why you got to be like this about it. No, I'm just saying, like, you you act like Twitter's got these new features, and I, I wonder if you also look at, like, the verified features. I know all about all the verified features, and I lust after them on a daily basis. You Why don't you be... get verified? Yeah, Lawden thinks question, how many times has Davis submitted a request to get verified? Oh, if anyone, if anyone comes close, I'll be very, very impressed. I know at one time he was, like, on three or four times in a row. Okay, it's and, much uh, higher than that. Yeah, I'll, I'll say <laughs> I'll say fifty times. 
Tuttle, do you have a guess? Uh, 23. It's over 50 for sure. Peter wins. Gotta be. <laughs> there, was, there was a time, there was a time, I would imagine like 2016-ish, where I literally just was sending it in every day. I was literally doing a verification request every single day. I think 2018, they just, they, they deleted that Twitter page, so you couldn't, you could not request it anymore. And for a while, they just haven't been adding new verified accounts other than corporate accounts. I would say at least 50 of those requests came after he figured out that uh, Britt Devine was verified. And <laughs> well, what actually got me started was everyone who worked for Roto World, so the subsidiary of NBC Sports, like everyone who works for them got the account. And I actually DM'd Roto Pat and I was like, look, man, what do you, what, like, what, what can we do? How do you, like, do you know someone at the company? Like, how can I, how can I get a verification? And he, like, I don't know. Never, hey, never Tuttle, happened, obviously. You want to do a sequel to your video? It's Davis Maddock getting verified on Twitter. <laughs> what I was thinking is the best thing to do would be one of us get verified and then bribe Davis because you can't. That's the other thing is you can actually you can sell it now. You can sell or Twitter, pass your verification. Twitter to else. Twitter support said that so someone it wasn't was tweet- a thing. Yeah, yeah. so someone oh, tweeted it out a and thing. then. And then Twitter support said, you can't do that. But then other okay. people were like, actually, I did it. Or I, I have this option or whatever. Well, so is it know. worth it to you, Davis? Is. How much would you, if you knew you were never going to get it organically and someone, you know, was going to have an auction for it, like what would be your top price you would pay for it? $5,000. Dude, you're going to get all the DMs right now. Why? Why would everybody, you pay that much Everybody for with it? a blue check mark. Go into Davis's DMs and offer <laughs> offer your your. I don't really want. I should have said lower because I don't actually want to pay that much. <laughs> but that's what it's actually worth to me. Sharp. Oh, good stuff. I mean, I could get one whenever I wanted. I just you couldn't, like, David. Stop. Yeah. Stop it. No, You're lying, I just, dude. <laughs> I don't. Brent want to, has one. You don't, and that's it. All right. I have applied. I applied for it like twice. That's Twice, it. but so if you just use normal like like lying of math, that's more like ten times probably. You know, I pro- one- I promise I have not done it more than twice as far as uh, verification. Uh, verification. I don't believe you, but continue. The reason that you should be aiming kitchen to get verified is because when you're verified, all of a sudden bot accounts start aggregating your articles and then tweeting them <laughs> out and tagging people. <laughs> That may or may not have confused the person who got tagged into thinking it was a genuine bit of praise from a random, but indeed it was not. I mean, that's what happens when that you was okay. Uh, that here, was here's <laughs> here's what happened. I saw the I saw the mention. And I was like, oh, and I clicked the article, and then I see that it's a it's a Brit Divine article, and I'm like, it doesn't really like have the same effect if I retweet it with. Thanks, Britt Devine. I just like wanted to kind of per, you know perpetuate the narrative of the Superflex Dynasty premium tight end sort of thing. So anyway, best ball. Uh, so yeah, so that happened. And then my favorite part was Tuttle then going on the investigation and figuring out this guy had not a lot of followers. Five, like it might be a burner account who's following and not actually clicking to see that it was a Brit divine article. And they just basically aggregated the first paragraph that mentioned me. Yeah. I did that after then that did yeah. make me laugh. <laughs> Seeing Brit's name. 
<laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about the match this past weekend. I did watch some of it. Um, well, Davis, you watched all you. of it. I did watch all of it. Yeah. Why would Why would it be hard for me? Uh, well, as we've noted on this show, you don't enjoy um, gambling on things or playing daily fantasy or, or in general, wagering money on future uh, uncertain events in sports. Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't have any money on the match. Like, I didn't. It wasn't like a gambling thing. It was like an entertainment thing for me. It was, it was very entertaining. entertaining. Yeah. And all of the all of the shots and the trash talk. That the trash uh, talk was mostly bad. Mostly, mostly just like some some big dweebs being being dweebs. But uh, it was really good. Like, well, I mean, was there a person on this country who did not enjoy watching Tom Brady hit multiple shots into the water? Like, at one point he shanked a shot so bad he had to retweet he had to retee and then he lost his provisional as well that was to me i really thought that was the highlight of the broadcast was just two straight shots into the water did maybe, you say maybe on this du- country i did i did that's distracting me but i did i did say that tough were scene. you were you live betting every hole i so i placed a pretty good size wager on Tiger and Peyton at the beginning. And after I saw Brady's first two shots, I bet them again. And then Brady after, so after Brady dunked the one, I think it was hole four. No, no, it was later than that, but he, he dunked the one from the fairway. Uh, and then I bet, I bet Peyton and them again. And then also the most profitable odds though, ended up being, if you just bet Peyton Manning over Brady closest to the hole on all the par threes, he was closer than him on every single one. And it, those were all like like you could get plus five hundred on Manning closest to the hole on all the par threes, and those ended up being the best bets. One of my favorite. There are just a few people on Twitter that when they lose it, um, it's very entertaining. And, and one of those guys is how the pros do it. Um, and but we call him but we call him Buddy on this buddy, show, by yeah. the way. All right, so his name is Buddy. So. Um, Basically, when he when he started talking trash about Brady, and then Brady started to actually play good, uh, like on some of the holes in the back nine, he was just losing it. And I don't know, there's something about those all caps tweets when people lose it like that. Uh, they're just, so it was almost entertaining to me as the actual match. Like he was there actually was- getting mad about it. Oh yeah, he's like, of course Brady hits that shot. Playing there the best golf really... of his life right now. Okay, did you guys did you guys see some of the Brady truthers though? Because what happened is about eighty percent of Twitter started laughing at Brady. Like literally, guy rips his pants. Uh, guy hits it in the water. Guy duffs his chip. We got the we got the golf tracer of a Brady shank way off to the right into the trees. And then you get the hardos being like, Brady's better at golf than you are. Uh, imagine doubting him imagine doubting tom brady i got a couple of the imagine doubting him and uh it just it really strikes me how bizarre of a person you have to be to not only be a fan of tom brady especially given the context of him playing for a new team right now but then like to actively be like his knight his like his like white knight on twitter like that's wait, a weird wait, you wait. literally just described kitchen wait what Yes, anytime I slander Brady, you go, he hurts you. What did he do to hurt you? <laughs> I don't understand why Davis says you can't be like a fan of him as like a person. It's very like, different than being a fan and being one of the guys of like, imagine doubting Tom Brady. Imagine doubting <laughs> him, bro. Like I'm not I'm not a I'm not a fanboy, but I do recognize like 
he is like his Twitter account is amusing. Like he takes jokes in stride. Um, mm, and- I agree that I agree. Let's, the let's, social, no, no, yeah, the intern that runs his account. This. Tom Brady doesn't have an ounce of sense of humor. He has a Correct. social media manager he hired that's very good at it. But when you read those tweets, you're like, oh, person who Tom Brady hired, that was clever. Do not give Brady credit for it's any never of that Brady. Bullshit. Yeah, never. Wow. This is interesting. I, uh, I thought wow. I thought Overzet would be on a, Brady's side. Yeah, I struck a nerve with, no, Brady, uh, with dude, the Brady he, he talk lives, with he lives in the He lives in the heart of, uh, of Jared Stidham country now. You think Brady's just sitting around with his social media manager whiteboarding creative wow. Twitter ideas? No. I almost just dropped an F-bomb on this <laughs> family-friendly show. <laughs> Imagine Peter thinking is... Brady does his own tweets. Imagine <laughs> thinking Brady does his own tweets. Like, you know how I said I was getting entertained by the buddy with the all-caps tweets? Equally entertaining is, is Peter whenever you say something positive about Brady. I'm a Brady tweeter truther. I don't believe it. <laughs> so I, I, we need to, I need to reverse a little bit. One thing that we, we got, I mean, Peyton Manning's legit good at golf. Like, Manning could go out on whatever golf course you play at locally and shoot like an 82 pretty much without breaking a sweat. Like on the, on the back half, the alternating shots, like he was, his approaches were like hanging with Mickelson, which I thought was incredible. Brady's an eight handicap. Uh, Okay. All right. Here we go. Legit or a bit uh, or or here new, new segment on the show. Bigger lie. Uh, My name is Michael Jordan. I ate a pizza that poisoned me that five guys delivered to me that I ordered under my real name at a hotel room the night before a playoff game. Or my name is Tom Brady. I'm an 8.1 handicap, which is the bigger lie Tuttle. (laughs) I was reading Twitter. I wasn't following along with the conversation. <laughs> All right, over, over that bigger lie. Food poisoning pizza, or I'm an 8.1 handicap. It's, it has to be the pizza because that there's no way that objectively happened where Brady at one point could, could have, have had been. a round that was reflective of that handicap. I mean, he did but, hit that really nice shot, which was 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 fun for me to see with like the Barkley stuff that way that was I mean that that was a great that was a great television moment it was yeah. I mean clearly clearly they fake that somehow right like the ball was like magnetized <laughs> or something to go into the hole like there's uh, like there's no if you ask, I, I, if you ask Peter the they gym. just <laughs> yeah the space gym, the magnet underneath <laughs> they actually had his social media manager underneath every hole with the magnet <laughs> have you guys ever seen a game and like all the misses be so bad that you wonder if like the whole magnet in the rim thing, like there was a, like a camp, like some sort of summer camp show or s- similar concept. It's yeah. Like, what was your- that show? I remember that one with the basketball hoop. Yeah. And they had like yes. a magnet where it like kind of affected the shot. I forget, but I mean, oh, I, sometimes I see it just like now. when I see the, uh, the pizza left out for a while, I see it and think, man, I wonder if something, Something's well, going on. Well, that's like the um, you guys know the poker player uh, Mike McDonald that has the free throw bet, and people were forwarding around that people have created these backboards that have like a certain curvature that you know just funnel the ball into the hoop. And apparently, like I don't think he's an angle shooter, but the terms of his deal never specified anything about a backboard. So then there was all this you know speculation. Let me let me about, let me stop you short. Uh, David is not me short. When does that happen? <laughs> David David does not David does not know who Michael McDonald is and uh we met already, him and made we already done this. All right, whatever. All right. Summertime cool. switch. Cool. Summertime switch. Is the name of the show. Six point two on IMDB. No, there you go. 
All right. Any, uh, would you like to see the match part two as far as other, like the same concept? I, I want to watch Rogers play with like, His brother I mean, and Jordan love. <laughs> I want to watch Rogers play and lose McCarthy. and watch him throw a fit. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Mike McCarthy did nothing <laughs> wrong. Um, the, uh, I mean the, the obvious quarterback though, that should play is Romo should come and play with someone, right? Because Romo's actually good. Like, Romo was almost good enough to be... Do you want to see people that are really good, or do you want to see, like, a pro paired with, like, someone that is going to be kind of bad? Like, well, you let's can say... Let's say you can't have super bad. Yeah, like, Brady, like, if it wasn't Tom Brady, like, if that was, like, Kirk Cousins and he was that bad, it would not have been entertaining. That would have been, like, painful TV. Right. Um, I think like a really good match would be like Dustin Johnson and Romo against Tiger and Peyton. My, my idea was what if they did some sort of like winner stays on thing. And like, so the team, the team that wins plays again the next weekend. And then if you, if, if that team loses, then the team that wins stays on. And then every week there's like a new PGA pro quarterback pairing or, or athlete like Steph Curry could come and play. I was about to say, I like to see Steph. Steph Steph would be the guy that I would like to see. Yeah. Steph is, um, He's probably about as good. He's probably a little bit better than Peyton, actually. I would imagine he's like a four handicap. I think. Uh, what about like Barkley? <laughs> so that's there. when you get to the realm of like this guy's so bad. It's it's you don't really <laughs> want to watch eighteen holes of that. Like, do you know what you could do that would be good TV for that? Is if you had guys like Barkley and guys that you wouldn't want to watch for a full round, but you do like a celebrity shot where you have to tag yes. in someone for, you know, one shot a hole or maybe, I don't know, whatever it is to where we do get to see a couple Barkley swings. That would be funny. All right. <clears throat> Let's move on. Cam Newton. Cam Newton still not signed with everyone else getting contracts. Cam still unsigned. So the first question is, when does he get signed, Davis? He'll get signed when training camp start, like the first the first time a backup quarterback, uh, you know, tweaks his his ACL or whatever. Then then he will get signed. Or or um, like let's say Stafford's back gets injured. You know, something happens to Stafford, he gets signed. Something happens to Drew Locke. Like it, like first first significant quarterback injury, I would imagine, is when he gets signed. That is, that would be my. That would be my loose guess. Why? Why is this even a headline? Like a bad quarterback's unsigned, bad player unsigned. <laughs> Just classic. Seems- like whenever whenever Flacco gets signed and leaving you like the last well, one it's, unsigned, it's, it's like one of those scenarios like where where an NFL GM would tell you like, look, there's just too much baggage when you sign a former Super Bowl playing quarterback a former mvp to be your backup quarterback you wouldn't understand if you're not inside the building there's just too much baggage and then you'd point out that uh flacco won a super bowl and then they'd be like well it's just different and you wouldn't understand this should be your next tiktok character davis nfl gm and and, no not this is not an nfl gm this is like uh the guy who runs that nflosophy account who like used to be a travel manager for the bucks because those are the guys who have those types of opinions Davis, did you see the uh, Bomani Jones tweet that uh, Cam Newton is 13 months older than Taysom Hill? Uh, I do not follow Bomani Jones, but uh, I mean, the the Taysom Hill stuff, it's now officially reached the point of like, I can't, I can't even like engage with it because it just tilts me too hard. 
Is is Cam Newton on record saying he refuses to be a backup, or is he just being very? He choosy? was, he was, and then I think uh, he has reversed that stance and been like, whatever, like I just want to play. So I don't know. Tuttle, do you have any like, takes on Cam Newton as a an avid Cam Newton hater, or just as a human being? Uh, as a human being, I would say uh, he needs to learn to not use those crazy characters. Oh, it's the worst! Oh my god, the way he types it just it that okay. Bad. The way he types that's, is more tilting than anything. Taste that's Mill's reason ever done. enough not to give him a yeah. job. Honestly, yeah, um, I'm with that. It's terrible. As a human being, he also got really mad uh, that one time when he was on an airplane and tried to buy a seat from a guy, and the guy wouldn't move. Do you guys remember that one? I do. Was that a team plane or was that like... No, it was first class. He was trying to get up to first class from a flight from overseas back to the US or something and offered a guy like 10 grand or something for it and the guy didn't want it. That's what's going to happen with Davis when he offers someone 5K for their (laughs) check mark. (laughs) I made you a fair offer. (laughs) (laughs) So so one of the videos, uh, the highlights on our Soulcast YouTube channel, which you need to go and just, just subscribe to is Davis Maddox says Taysom Hill isn't a viable NFL quarterback. Like that's the title of the video. And one of the comments, I don't, I don't know we, who needs to, I don't know who needs to hear this right now, but Taysom Hill literally is not qualified to be a starting well, quarterback in the NFL. Shout out to Phantom of the Aqua that says, sadly, I stumbled across this video and watched about three minutes before I left <laughs> knowing nobody's going to watch these four unemployed morons still living at mommy's house. <laughs> Hashtag testimonials. You love it. <laughs> you love to see it. Thanks for the engagement, brother. <laughs> Dude, don't copy my brand. That's part of my. That's part of my uh, proprietary. That's part of my proprietary uh, material. Don't, Another don't guy throw says stones from glass houses. LMAO, these guys have no football IQ. Um, and then another one says, these Taysom Lamar comparisons need to stop. Someone said Lamar is the poor man's Taysom Hill. This respect is getting out of hand. You love yeah. to see it. Good to see that I didn't we know the chat triggered. was popping off over on that Swolecast page. Yeah, I didn't realize that. It wasn't the chat. This is the the highlights. Uh, this is a video, and someone posted a comment on uh, Peter on YouTube. You yeah, can post how does it a work? comment oh, okay. under the video. Do you have to like sign in to do that, or is it kind of just integrated within your Google account? <laughs> you can do it from your Droid, straight from your Droid. Can I do it right from my new <laughs> iMessage account, which I just got pulled up? <laughs> oh. I don't think so. Very was, nice. Was I the one that said that Lamar was poor man's taste and I think, I think so. It had to have been. The whole point of like people finding videos and not understanding the, uh, the tone of the show. Yeah. I do. I um, just, I love that. Like, first of all, the show is probably barely intelligible to people who've been watching it for like, you know, it's eight year existence <laughs> or whatever. And it's clearly gotten um, worse with the addition of Peter, right? Like for, further and further away from uh, a show with like actionable information, which has been yeah. great for me because it's just a vehicle for me to talk more. Uh, but like Trust the me, idea Davis, you don't need a vehicle for you to talk more. <laughs> you find ways even without the vehicle running down the side of the road. <laughs> I, what I'm wondering is like, this show has to be literally unintelligible for someone who's never watched it before, right? Like someone who just somehow comes across it, like looking for CSGO slate chat or like NASCAR trucks analysis. Let's, let's not say unintelligible. Let's go with something. How about um, deeply alienating? That's kind of yeah. what I would prefer to go for. I'm with that. I'm with that. Deeply alienating. <laughs> sounds good. 
All right. I will have you guys know that I uh, played the NASCAR slate last night. And oh my gosh, kicking the grinder. Um, I played on Sunday. Played on Sunday as well, or Monday? Maybe it's Monday. Yeah. What what play? Have you been? I played a three man. I played a three man, uh, like a one hundred nine three man, and another contest, and the three man tied. I'm like, oh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to DFS Kitchen. Rake is sixteen percent, and you're duped with half the field. So that, that was uh, that was a story. And then last night I played NASCAR and then I get home from, I went on a, a daddy daughter date to what uh, to Dairy Queen. And uh, when I get Wait. home, I saw that nothing had happened, but they're still there. Like the same race, like nothing, I guess it's postponed, but they don't cancel the, uh, yeah. the contest. They just roll it over the next day. They would have canceled if it was postponed like two minutes sooner. They postponed it basically right after lock. Hang on, let's get to the real question. What was your order at Dairy Queen, Dave? Big um, fat order for sure. Sun- <laughs> a Sunday. Big fat order. <laughs> you think of Sunday as a big fat order? Uh, free the, uh, free the, scoops. They've got a new uh, cotton candy blizzard. And that's uh, <laughs> that's disgusting. What and what did, what did your daughter get? Um, she, yeah, well, she, are you sure that's not your daughter's? That's order? what I'm saying. I'm going to say she got a more mature order than her dad. She, she got, got a daily bar. She got a chicken strip like basket, and then we were eating, and she was like, "You know, I kind of want sweet CCs," and I'm like, "Well, let's go sweet CCs." So it's like um yogurt place where you get the yogurt and all the toppings on it and stuff. So we were the only ones there. At the uh, at Sweet CC's and on. I'm on to something. Did you get something at Sweet CC's after the initial no, lizard? No, bro. No. He didn't want to make his daughter feel uncomfortable, got, like she I was the only one. one. So he just got a little something. I got one ice cream. I got one ice cream. Okay. All right. So that you, that you was wear a mask, the... bro? Did you wear a mask when you went inside? <laughs> no, no, no mask. <laughs> no mask for kitchen for sure. <laughs> kitchen, kitchen, not a mask guy. Look how mad Peter is right now. There is nobody in there. I, I wore gloves. Like they, they provide you gloves, and there's hand sanitizer. Uh, so I wore gloves when I got the ice cream, but there was no one else in there. I mean, it it's all us. whatever, dude. It's all it's all risk tolerance now. I'm wearing a mask. I wish other people would wear masks too, but it is like there's a lot of evidence out there now that like it's just you gotta you gotta make your own decisions, right? There's a lot of evidence out there that you gotta make your own decisions. <laughs> There's a lot of evidence out there to suggest that this stuff is not that COVID-19 is going to have a fatality rate of like under 1% for people who don't have existing health complications and aren't old. But I mean, that, that stuff could be wrong too, but that, that is the way that the evidence is starting to point. And that's why the open it up crowd is getting louder and louder. I just look forward to kitchen's future post on medium, how I got COVID at a dairy queen. At sweet CC's dairy queen wasn't open inside. So we went and we parked um, like, like a near park and an eight, but sweet CC's was open, but there's only one employee in there. She was way over six feet away. And it was just my daughter and me. If I'm going to Walmart, I'm wearing a mask usually. Usually, because, well, usually it depends on the. It depends you take on your phone inside. Section. Yeah, why would you not take your phone inside? 
so it doesn't get like crazy, dirty, disgusting microbes on it? Because that's something you, you, you touch and then you can't ever ask anyone to separate themselves from their phone, Davis. That's I, something you can I, do. I do not take my phone inside when I go. You go without your phone for a period of time longer than a few minutes? Like literally like 10 to 15 minutes of going inside? <laughs> that's what it's makes terrible. you so efficient so you can run back and see your mentions. <clears throat> I, it's, it's terrible, but it's a sacrifice. I mean, we all have to make sacrifices in this time. Not Davis. Kitchen, man. He's just raw dogging it at Dairy Queen. I, not at Dairy Queen. That's sweet season. No one else in there. And I know that's going to trigger some people. And you know I'm what's, sorry. You know what's if funny? If you're triggered by it, I am sorry. I bet I bet Tuttle would literally be mocked where he lives for wearing a mask in somewhere because he, sti- he lives in the sticks. Like, there's no masks yeah. anywhere where Tuttle lives. I'm definitely in the minority if I, if I wear a mask. My wife actually just literally sent a picture. Um, she's out with the kids, so they're not making noises while we record. And she just sent a mixed picture of all four of our kids with a mask. Um, and we'll def- they'll definitely be in the bottom 10% of people that yeah, are actually wearing just, masks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what it, well, actually, so I'm, I'm curious to your guys' experience. And I know this uh, it's not on our agenda, but uh, the show number six, the agenda is like, when, I, when I've seen people out, the, the mask wearing people have been largely young people like people my age people in their 30s and the people without masks have been you know 50s 60s 70s and i'm just like i'm what can does anyone have an answer for this like why i would say it's a small sample size my experience is the exact opposite um where all the older people have it and in fact if i see an oh if i know this is bad I shouldn't have chuckled, but if I kitchen. see, let it rip, if I kitchen. see uh, someone old without a mask, I immediately just start in my mind saying goodbye to them. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I view it. It's like, man, you just, you're just like you're you're not scared or anything. I mean, it's like just, so long just, if just you get the, this, just the flu or not, the fatality rate in people over the age of seventy is is still like six to seven percent, which is, I mean, that's. It's not good. Yeah. People like myself that are in like the young and in really good health, like it's <laughs> yeah, young and really good health is definitely, definitely David kitchen for show. <laughs> Love to see it. All right. Uh, Peter, did you say you're doing two days now? What do those consist of? Are you going to the gym? No, no. I'm not. If you were in our Slack chat earlier, you would have actually, yeah, I know. No. Exactly Sorry. I was in, yeah. I was in a legit meeting, yeah. not a bit in a no, legit I, meeting. My, um, I'm not like doing football two days. I have been, uh, I have a daily yoga practice that I've really settled into in the mornings. And then, uh, I've been doing these online boxing classes at night or going to the track and, uh, and doing a run. So yeah, we're, we're dialed in kitchen. Summer season is almost upon us. Did I tell you that I did yoga, uh, you, for the first, for the first time? Yeah. You said it was, uh, a little messy. Yeah. I just, I just Googled on YouTube, uh, chubby guy yoga. But really? I'd actually, I'd actually like to get it, uh, thoughts from the group on this. Um, so we were talking earlier in our Slack channel about how like it's just been very, very, very hard for me to motivate for like lifting and stuff at home. Like I have, I have stuff to use, but it's just been there's just no way I'm getting in anything approximating the workouts that I used to get in at the gym, and I have a sense that the gym that is right next to my house is probably going to open up in maybe a week or two. And I've been, uh, I've been, uh, you know, don't go inside with crowds, wear a mask. I've been golfing a couple times, been in the driving range, but I really have not done anything approximating like risky behaviors. 
I, I think I'm more terrified at this point of just like legitimately getting fat than uh, of dying of COVID. And maybe that's stupid. And maybe it's just because I haven't gotten sick yet. Peter, what, what are you going to do when gyms start to open back up? What are you going to do? I, yeah, I, I've definitely thought about that scenario. I think the gym that I go to is, will probably open up ne- maybe before I'm comfortable going to it, which will be an interesting For dynamic. sure. I wouldn't be comfortable going, but yeah, you know, which sucks because I've been pretty happy with the online class setup. Like my gym, he let us come rent all the equipment. So we all have like kettlebells, dumbbells and stuff. And then he leads classes that you can do remotely. So I like that setup right now. Um, I think I'm hoping that we get creative with ways to kind of bridge doing stuff at home and being in a gym, like, especially when it's nice out, we can go to outdoor spaces and still do like group class type stuff. Um, I just don't want to, you know, gyms are already one of the most disgusting, disgusting, like cesspools of sweat and saliva and God knows what else. So yeah, I'm not chomping at the bit to get inside a gym right now, but then when fall comes around and it gets colder again and we're, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be a, a battle, but I'm hoping the summer at least offers a little change of scenery and doesn't make it seem, um, so hard to wait. Okay. Gyms here are already open. Um, and I have, I have thought about it cause that was the thing, man. I was on a, I was on a, you guys saw the pictures. I was on a roll at the office cause I could just go <laughs> Right after lunch, go work out, hop oh, yeah. on that We've treadmill. Seen you on that leg lift, hop, hop it on the treadmill, and uh, it's just—I agree with Davis. It's just not the same. I think maybe if I had like a Peloton and like there would be something in there, but now you have to wait for like two or three months. And I'm not a guy that will buy something and have to wait like two or three months for it. It's just like it's impossible for me to do it. Hey. So. Yeah, go ahead, Tuttle. I have an exercise that I want everything, everyone to do. Sorry if I, I interrupted your train of thought. No. Think of the most disgusting afternoon you could do. Your, your most likely way of getting COVID. So mine would be like, I'm going to go to the gym, then I'm going to go to the casino, and then I'm going to shop at Walmart on the way home. Got to hit yeah. the arcade while you're at it. The arcade, yeah. Casino just got to be like how Terrible. many death? How many deaths are going to be tied? Because people that go to the casino smoke and are old. Like how yep. many people are? How many people are going to die playing slots? Like literally just at the slot machine, just keel <laughs> over. <laughs> if they if they get to the bonus game, it's totally worth it though. <laughs> Dave is actually going to go walk through casinos, just mentally saying goodbye to all the old people at the slots. <laughs> we don't have casinos in Tennessee, but. Uh... <laughs> I, mean, I would definitely think it if I, I really need I really need this pandemic to keep people in their homes for like another three to four to five to six seven months to uh, keep this push for online gaming happening because I I am long all all the all the gaming stocks and uh, except just, that, for that, that, except for which one except for Penn National Gaming which about ninety days ago was trading at four dollars this morning it's at like. 32 45 or something like that hey hey kitchen i don't see stocks on the show sheet or the topics we we move on well hold on we gotta we need to do intermittent fasting first before we can talk stocks if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything right davis true it's very true i'm so mad i didn't buy pen gaming just because i hate port night it's like literally one of the worst mistakes of my life yeah. There's Ben Clay Travis. Clay Travis was saying, "Go, go all in right, on all, all right. this sports Let's, betting uh, stocks no, too." We're not. No, not he did. I Travis promise. Talk on this show. 
That's what he said. I do. You and I him. Do. We're not talking about Clay Davis. Travis on this show. Clay Travis offers you his check mark for a hundred bucks. Do you take his dirty ass check mark? Yes. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's a good yeah. question. Wow. I would love that. Just so we get for the rest of your life saying your check mark came tainted. from Clay Travis. There's you know an what? asterisk next to the check mark. Tainted, tainted, tainted trademark or not, I take it for hundred bucks from Clay Travis. Because also you you're forgetting that means he doesn't have it, which means that uh in this in this new world of uh, fact checking being illegal, uh, well, this bit's not going where I thought it was going to go. <laughs> Taking the bit back. Taking the bit back didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I like you. Just cut your losses early. I yeah, I like that. it. It was it was going to be it was going to be something that. along the lines of like uh, it's like legally you're not allowed to fact check. Uh, you're not allowed to fact check Twitter accounts that have a verified handle. It's like it's like a violation of the Constitution to fact check anyone who's verified. You but I, I couldn't quite get there. Did. Yeah, <sighs> we're almost there. I thought there would be a Tommy G reference at some point, but not talking about that either. <laughs> Gosh, oh man! All right, I think we've triggered Davis enough. As far as the, <laughs> I think I think the Clay Travis thing is probably the legit or bit question. Now it's probably legit. Davis cares about the check mark more than any sort of moral stance that he might have. That blue check mark means way more than. It's not um, like I would be supporting him ideologically. Like I'd actually be giving him a terrible deal, so that's why I would do it, and it would be oh. removing the check mark from him. It's not I mean, like it's not like I would. It's not like I would vote Republican to get the check mark. I'm, I'm not a. I'm not a monster. However, you want to spin it, man. <sighs> Clay Travis worked <laughs> on uh, multiple Democratic. Was, no more Clay Travis campaigns. Talk. I want to think of more <laughs> hypotheticals for Davis of what he'd do for a blue check mark. Would you take a blue check mark if, you, in exchange, you had to retweet every Jacob Rick Road post? <laughs> no, that would not fantasy. That. That, that would that would that would that would just that would destroy my brand uh, too far. It would it would be so like the check mark obviously is to like increase legitimacy, get more listens to the podcast, and everything. But uh, retweeting Rick Road would have the opposite effect. <laughs> So that Any one other questions? Any other questions we have for Davis on what he would do or not do for a blue check mark? We uh next week we should just do a big ass episode of Laden thinks. Like just be like, what is what does Pete think about X, Y, and Z? We're doing we're doing a Gilcast episode of it, and I would imagine uh, it would be a very good a Swolecast episode as well. Oh. Yeah, no hard pass. If you're doing a Gilcast episode, we're not just gonna copy that format yeah, for this podcast. Well, I've been trying to do I've been trying to do the Laden Things Gilcast for like three months, but Sammy has a kid and a job now, so Davis is not as easy. Is copying the three donkey show format for Gilcast and then wanting us to copy it from the Gilcast. <laughs> I've never I plagiarism. Cards hey, on we the table. Have a, I've uh, never listened to the three donkey show. <laughs> Why is it because it's owned by the same company that owned Barstool? No, I, it's weird. I find it weird to listen to podcasts hosted by people that I know. Hmm. Like, like, don't you guys have that same thing where it's like the only uh, this is this is actually true. The two podcasts I listen to by people that I like consider friends are Ship Chasing, which is Peter and Pat Crane's um, High Six Fantasy Football Pod, and the Late Round Podcast. Those are really the two. I feel like I'm the opposite in that normally I'm listening to podcasts because I want to, you know, hang out with the hosts because I like them even more so over the content. Hang out with you guys on Twitter all day long, though. Right. 
Well, the other thing is that fantasy football is my job. So it's like, sometimes I like to listen to things that are not fantasy football. I listen to podcasts to, to learn. I know that sounds like a, just are you just trying to turn Randone on right now? Are is this? Are you? Are you just like? Is this? Are you just trying take to take a get picture real quick? Take a picture of yourself. <laughs> take a picture of yourself listening to a podcast, bro. Well, talking about uh, it. No, but I. <laughs> this is what Randone wants. But I, I listen to like subjects I want to learn more about. So you listen so to what? hardcore history. Uh, no, I don't like want to learn more about history. A lot of it's like about like <laughs> skill, like skill sets. Like, I was like, just, <laughs> you said that it just this such dismissive. I don't really uh, give a shit about history. I'm kind just, of a forward you know what, thinking you know guy. What, you know what Kitchen listens to? Kitchen listens to like when you go when you go to iTunes and you see like all the like snake oil salesman business podcasts. Kitchen just eats those up for sure. Just like the entrepreneurship podcasts. That's Kitchen's uh, bread and butter for sure. Invest in the best. You and CSU Ram comparing show notes <laughs> after listening to it. I, I do you, listen you, to if I if I find the uh, the guy interesting on invest like the best or the topic, then I will listen to it. What um, about what about uh, Tim Ferriss? Are you a Tim Ferriss guy? I've always been a Tim Ferriss guy. For what about what about bro. Dave Ramsey? Uh, I used to listen to Dave Ramsey. I oh, feel like I've got Kitchen, a- you are the most David Kitchen ever. It's so good that you are who you are. It's <laughs> See, this is like early 20s. Dave Ramsey is a, like a financial responsibility guy. Like anyone needs to listen to someone that knows what they're talking about as far yeah, as like Yeah, dude, I got my financial, I got all of my financial lessons from, you know, luminaries like CSU Ram and Andrew Wiggins. Like how how could I ever go wrong? You know, Jonathan Bales is really, is really my uh, my investment guru. So I'm learning a lot. I think Kitchen actually took the Tim Ferriss book a little too literally with the four-hour work week. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going for the four-hour body uh, slam. Oh. I'm, I'm glad you didn't, though. Wow. Peter, that might have been the funniest thing you said on this show. It's pretty good. Is, I like it when people go, this, this is your best work. This is your best work. Oh, do you love... Oh. You have so many sycophants. It's like really incredible. Like eleven thousand Twitter followers, but like four hundred like really loyal sycophants who want to tell you how funny you, you want are. to know why? Because I'd never do some sick sociological experiment where I turn off replies and try to you know work them up into a frenzy. <laughs> yeah, you definitely, why. you definitely um, do not combat the haters and losers like I do. To your credit. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that will do it for the uh, the Swolecast show. Uh, appreciate it. <laughs> everybody weighing in on all the rando topics did we did we get to anything on the on the agenda yeah we did we had overview when's the last time tuttle said something do we over under it's been been a while (laughs) over Uh, under five sentences from tuttle since the halfway point tuttle's still just thinking about his tiktok from yesterday i'm honestly just cruising the internet now i was trying to get some words in earlier now i'm just kind of chilling are Kitchen and I the only two people that do this show not completely distracted with other things? What am I distracted by? Dude, I, figured... I saw you doing replies on Twitter earlier. You know, this <laughs> this show has helped me figure out that Facebook just uh, came out with a new design. Oh, nice. Yeah. Look at this. I mean, Davis is going to forget to bill people for the seven <laughs> extra minutes we're shafting them if we end the show now. I mean, come on. I, mean, I, I literally... 
have not done one invoice for this show oh. in 2020. Yeah, well, now they're pro bono, okay. buddy. Well, good. <laughs> after after three weeks, you lose that ability. So uh... it's in the contract. <laughs> it's in the contract. No, let's I, just do, I do. I do the oh, show that. for the love. Yeah. You know. Well, good. Good. We're gonna clip I, uh, that. Uh, Cal, if you're listening, <laughs> I don't actually do the show for the love. <laughs> <laughs> no, too late. All right. Uh, closing thoughts. We got to do closing thoughts. Uh, Tuttle, here's your chance for a closing thought. Yeah, I mean, is the uh, current esports leader uh, in this group mm-hmm. highest ranking of the? Of are the you're higher than me. I don't know. What are you? I don't I know what I am. High, actually, because I, I don't play CS:GO or Rocket League. Well, so Those until proven up, I guess. Until proven otherwise, is the highest ranked esports player of the group. Just uh, it's nice to see some League of Legends back. Uh, probably not going to play a whole lot, but it's it's nice to see it back. Do we think faked out Peter Overzet played uh, the uh, the PCS VCS the Vietnamese league slate? Probably has no idea what it is. You know why? Being faked um, out. As Donald Trump would say, I've already transitioned to greatness, guys. So uh, <laughs> I've kind of moved on. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll come back in those streets with, you know, Tuttle keeps kind of poking the bear. Here's a viral TikTok. I'm the esports thought leader. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll get back in them streets. What's, right, uh, so, what's your, what's your grind these days, Pete? What are you, what are you grinding? NASCAR? TikTok. You, no. TikTok, getting six pack abs so I can be better at TikTok. <laughs> I will go ahead and say that uh, since getting back in the streets, I I have not had one losing slate yet. And uh, I'm counting the tied three man because I emailed and requested the the entry fee (laughs) back. So part of that is just due to the amazing content on Roto-Grinder. Shout out to Stevie. Shout out to Stevie and his NASCAR package, projections, the live chat. It's really the playbook you need to win. <laughs> no, no. It's the only <laughs> you can't thing find you need. it anywhere else. I don't no, think. it's the only thing you need for NASCAR. You run so good, you're just running so good be, when you use there's Stevie no, stuff. There's nothing else out there that will compare to Stevie's stuff. And that is a genuine comment from me. The thing I say about Stevie is he's often imitated but never duplicated. And um that's special. So, uh, special thanks to everyone so on this show. <laughs> we will, we'll see. Is this the most we'll inside see. baseball show of all time? Is there oh, ever been God. a more inside baseball show ever? Oh, <laughs> see you all next week. <laughs>